0: Hi, Gateway Church, Dartford here. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. We trust that what you hear will be a blessing and an encouragement to your journey.
1: Okay, so now it's time for the Word. So if we could all stand, please. Excellent. Father, in the name of Jesus, oh Lord, we just love you. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for what you do in your presence, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that worship is two-way. You're so kind, Lord, that we come to you and we worship you because you deserve it and you give out to us, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I pray you'll just help us to just open up to you more, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you'll just speak to us today through this, Lord. Even though I've planned it, Lord, just turn it around, Lord. We don't mind because this is your church. And Lord, may everybody hear today what you've got to say to them. Help us to be open, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. For a second time happy new year happy new year so has anyone got any stories they'd like to share no yes no anyone brave okay no i don't want that love Um. okay oh thanks (laughs) sorry i'm gonna have to sit down for a bit i had an mri yesterday for two hours two hours of contorted positions, and um, it's taken its toll a little bit. So I'm feeling a bit like an old lady, yeah. So, um, I wanna talk today about new beginnings and what we see around us at this time of the year. Um, All about new starts, isn't it? You know, gym membership just goes up like that to come down like that in March. How many times have you been to the gym this week, Chris? Three times. Yeah, three times, yeah. Yeah, February might dip a little bit. And he plays football on Tuesdays as well, doesn't he, with David. And um, everybody's going on diets, aren't they? Everybody's throwing out old clothes and getting new ones in the sales. People are starting to think about decorating their houses. And what else are people doing at this time of the year? Booking holidays, yeah, yeah. And what's the... Famous thing that everybody does at the end of the year. Yes, New Year's resolutions. So could I have the first slide please, Dan? Yeah, so I've been doing a little bit of research and um, a new YouGov survey, so if it's YouGov, I suppose it's trustworthy, um, shows that 16% of Britons intend to make a New Year's resolution for 2024. Hands up, who's made New Year's resolutions? No one has made New Year's resolutions. Wow, that just throws the whole word out. (laughs) So the next slide, please. Um, Survey of the most popular New Year's resolutions in Forbes magazine. Not that I read Forbes, I think Forbes is for the super rich. Um, 45% wanted to pursue an improvement in their mental health. That's very good. 39% 39% improved fitness and 33% improved diet. And the next slide, please. While, and then this is go compare, go compare. While one in 10, that's 11% people, will stick to their resolutions for less than a month, the average goal set lasts an impressive five months. Wow. And as many as one in six, 16%, will go the whole year. They're very, like, unique individuals, I think. So the next slide, please. Oh, firstly, before the next slide, if anyone has secretly made news resolutions, would they, sh- would they ha- be happy to share it with, 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 with the group? Anyone? Yeah, Helen wants to go to bed earlier. That's very noble, very healthy. Anyone else? No? Oh, come on. Someone must have made a New Year's resolution. Mum, I heard your New Year's resolution was to take cooking lessons. (laughs) I'm only it. It's a joke between the two of us. (laughs) Oh, bless. Okay, then, let's look at my New Year's resolutions. Yep, don't laugh. That's me pondering my New Year's resolutions and asking the Lord for help. So Bev's New Year's resolutions 2024 are to lose weight. It's an obvious one. Two, to think about joining a gym. Three, to read the Bible more. We, that should be everybody's New Year's resolution, by the way. And ditch trashy novels. I, I do like a crime fiction novel. I can't be, you know, dishonest there. Watch less reality TV. I need your help with that one, Kayla. You're just as bad as me. <laughs> Eat my five a day, which I have managed for the past few days. Yay. God is my strength. So what's our next slide? Our next slide says 2024 New Year's resolutions. Let's just cross them out, shall we? Because they're a big waste of time. Yeah. and seek God's will instead and then we set realistic goals so I want you to turn with me to Proverbs 3 if you haven't got your Bibles it's all right it's coming on the screen okay so I've got to put my glasses on okay so I'm going to go through it first of all, and then I'm going to break it down a little bit, but don't worry, we're not going to do the whole thing, because we would still be here at four o'clock. So, is everyone ready? Yeah? So, I'm reading from the New Living Translation today. Um, I would recommend, like I usually do, that when you really want to study the Word, read at least three translations, because each translation is going to give you a wider picture of what God is saying through his word. So I'd normally suggest to go to the ESV, maybe, or to the New King James. But, and then expound what you're reading with the New Living Translation or even the Passion. Um, I would maybe read the message if you really wanted to break it down, but remember the message is, is just a, a kind of um, paraphrase, yeah? So beginning from verse 1. My child, never forget the things I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will live many years and your life will be satisfying. Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. Then you will find favor with both God and people and you will earn a good reputation. So, um we're learning from here exactly what we've said there seek god's will because god knows us better than we know ourselves like i said before he is the manufacturer he's the one that made us and you know when we buy something and it's under a warranty and it breaks within the first two years or whatever we send it back to the manufacturer don't we and they either fix it or send us a new one god is the manufacturer But he doesn't send a new one. He fixes who we are because he knows exactly what we need. So when we, a few of you might remember uh, a talk I did back in October about Psalm 91. And remember it says, it has all of these promises of safety. But in the first chapter, first verse, sorry, it says, he who dwells under the shadow of the Almighty. Yeah, so when we choose to be in the presence of God, when we choose to abide under the shadow of the Almighty, to live under the shadow of the Almighty, those things come. And this, this chapter here is very similar in that when you it's telling you to follow these instructions and then there are promises attached to it. And they're quite deep, so I, I would suggest to you after today, to, to read this again when you're in your time when you're reading the Bible and maybe read it in a few other translations as well because I really believe that God is, is talking to us this month. You know, we do a spring clean, don't we? And uh, around this time through to March. And it's time to do a spring clean of our lives, of our minds, to bring it in accordance with what God wants because when we do that, our lives will become significantly better and to kind of like juxtapose with that, I'd say also that because the Bible says, it's no longer I that live but Christ in me, we need to be living his way because it isn't actually our lives anymore. So we need to listen to what he's got to say and then our lives, you will see a significant change in your life. It won't be overnight, but you'll see it. So this um, paragraph I've just read is to say, and to go God's way. And it says here, never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around. Sorry, forget that bit. Um, So we're moving on to the next paragraph. It says, then this is probably the most uh, famous verse in, in this particular chapter of the Bible. And that is, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Now, that's actually a big ask, because we're just happy. We're just saying, oh, I trust in God. Of course I trust in God. But do we? And I couldn't just draw from my own experiences here, where I'd say, I trust God. And then I'd realize I was holding so much back, because I worried, because I was trying to control things myself. And I didn't actually even realize it. And that's because there was a stronghold in my life. And I'm going to touch on that later on in the talk. So sometimes we need to break some walls down in our lives so we can properly trust in the Lord with all our heart, with everything we have. When we surrender and we say, God, you know what? I need you to take the load. I need you to, to, to give me what you want me to take, Lord, like in the scripture that I shared, you know, his burden is light, his burden is easy. Don't depend on your own understanding. Now, we live in an age where we've got more information out of our fingertips than we've ever had in the history of mankind. And um, sometimes that's a good thing, and sometimes it's a bad thing because our minds are just overloaded. And... um When we know so much, it is so easy to try and map our own lives out and make our own decisions to the point where we even think sometimes that to trust God is foolishness. We're like, "Mm, leave that. I, I really need to work this out. You know, I've been there. You know, I think most of us have been there. And seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. That can be really, really difficult sometimes because you are you know i'll share something with us as a family we want we really want to move we wanted to move for a few years but the last sort of six months or so we've really wanted to and it's a difficult time to get mortgages and um, um rentals are really high and where we live now the rent is really good but the house isn't really practical for us but we were looking at renting um privately and um we you know, we were looking at mortgages and things like that. And then God gave us a word to wait. And i tell you, I didn't want to wait. I just wanted to just get on with it because that's the, the flesh side in me. But I had to kind of give that up and go what God was saying. And, you yeah, know, we're still waiting, but I'm learning to trust God. So it's, it's, a, it's a process. So we seek his will in all we do, and he knows what's best for us. You know, we could have gone out and we could have just thought, oh, okay, we're going to... Um, give up our council house and go and rent somewhere, which seems great. And then six months down the line, the landlord decides to sell. You see, so we just you just re- wait for what God's got. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you will have healing in your body and strength for your bones. Wow. So he's saying there... Um, don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Don't try and work it out on your own. Instead, fear, revere. Now, the f- word fear isn't to literally <gasps> like that. It's to respect, to have all for God and acknowledge that he is God and he knows what's best and he will and turn away from evil and then you will have healing in your body and strength for your bones. So that, that's a tough one, isn't it, sometimes? Because we're waiting, we're waiting for healing But we have to trust God because he is in it. He has our best intentions at heart. Again, that's something we need to wait for. But in the meantime, to not try and rely on our own wisdom because it's only the wisdom of man. It's not the wisdom of God. And just wait for God. Respect that he knows what's best. So um, if I could just have a moment. Honour the Lord with your wealth and the best part of everything you produce. Then he will fill your balms with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. So we need to honour the Lord with our wealth. Now, how do we do that? People have different opinions about tithing, and that's absolutely fine. And um, But God still wants us to give. And... Um, There's plenty of scriptures in the Bible that tell us that we need to give. And part of that is sometimes we can't relinquish our finances to God. Because that's that and health are probably the the most worrying things for human beings. But God tells us to just surrender everything to him, including our finances. And he will take care of it because everything, when we were born again, we gave everything to God, including our finances. So we have to listen to him and give give how much he tells us to and where to as well. Now, that could be, that's, that's, that's church. Um, you know, with finances, we're able to rent the place and pay bills and stuff like that. And also to give to maybe... Um, Someone might, you know, God might say, you know, Fred Bloggs who lives down the road, you know, he's, he really is in need and I want you to give him 50 quid. You know, give him 50 quid and, and then he might actually say to you, oh, I'd got down to my last one pound 50 and I was praying and I didn't know how I was going to buy food today. And you came along with that 50 pounds and it's because he was praying and God was talking to you and you were paid him. So, or it could be to uh, a cause that you can get behind, and you and, and your, your vision of life aligns with theirs. My child, don't reject the Lord's discipline, and don't be upset when he corrects you, for the Lord corrects those he loves, just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. Now, that frightens people because they think discipline equals punishment, but discipline isn't punishment. You know, we talk about discipleship. That's not punishment. Discipline discipleship is coming alongside and teaching so it's saying here my child don't get upset when God comes alongside you to teach you because he wants to help you find the right way to correct you because the Lord corrects and helps those he loves so it means he loves you he wants to guide you just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights he loves very much Joyful is the person who finds wisdom for one who gains understanding. For wisdom is more profitable than gold and her wages are better than gold. Wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. She offers you long life in her right hand and riches and honor in her heart. She will guide you down delightful paths. All her ways are satisfying. Wisdom is a tree of life to those who embrace her. Happy are those who hold her tightly. By wisdom the Lord founded the earth; by understanding He created the heavens. By His knowledge the deep fountains of the earth burst forth, and the dew settles beneath the sky. So, I was saying, nothing beats wisdom, and it's further and it's earlier told us to seek the wisdom of God. Now, in uh, where we look? Um, James, one, verse five says, "If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God." Who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. So it's saying here, you know, this is why we have to use the Bible as a whole, yeah? Because there are scriptures that tell us something, and other scriptures and other parts of the Bible that not only back that up, but give us a how-to, which is fantastic. It really is our book for life, isn't it? It really is the instruction book. So it's saying here, joyful is the person who finds wisdom and all these other things, and that wisdom is found by asking God who is happy to give liberally. My child, don't lose sight of common sense and discernment. Now, how do we get discernment? Anyone? Anyone? Discernment? oh dear prayer they are definitely and the infilling of the holy spirit the holy spirit gives discernment and um that is again telling us you know this is the old testament where the holy spirit wasn't mentioned that much it was mentioned but not as much as in the new testament and so common sense would tell us be filled with the holy spirit That's what we should be anyway. Be filled with the Holy Spirit and he will give you discernment. So my child, don't lose sight of common sense and discernment. Hang on to them for they will refresh your soul. They're like jewels on a necklace. They keep you safe on your way and your feet will not stumble. You can go to bed without fear and you will lie down and sleep soundly. How wonderful. The Bible also says, I will lie down and sleep in peace for you, O Lord. Make me dwell in safety. And again, if we could, um, you know, cross that with Psalm 91. Wow. You need not be afraid of sudden disaster or the destruction that comes upon the wicked. Again, shades of Psalm 91. For the Lord is your security. He will keep your foot from being caught in a trap. Do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it's in your power to help them. If you can help your neighbor now, don't say come back tomorrow and then I'll help you. Don't plot harm against your neighbor. For those who live nearby, trust you. Don't pick a fight without reason. And no one has done you harm. So we shouldn't seek revenge. You know, the world would say, Seek revenge. Get your own back. Go back fighting. And that's not, that's the opposite of what God does. God says, Give it to me. Now, that's not just forgetting about it. You know, people confuse forgiveness with just letting it go. You know, we give it to God, we're not letting it go into the ether. We 're giving it to God, and God then heals our hearts, because let me tell you today, we cannot go forward in life when we carry unforgiveness. It literally makes you sick, both mentally, sorry, mentally, spiritually and physically. So I urge you, if there's any unforgiveness in your life, no matter how big, big the, 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 the wrong was that was done to you. Just say to the Lord, even if you find it difficult to forgive, just say, Lord, by faith I forgive this person. Help my actions and my heart condition to match that. And he will help you. Don't envy violent people or copy their ways. Such wicked people are detestable to the Lord, but he offers his friendship to the godly. Sometimes we see people who are doing wrong having amazing success in their lives. And it can be a bit confusing. But don't get confused. Hang on to that wisdom that God gives you because it's all going to work out one way or another. When we surrender to the Lord, he's in control and he will make a way. So the next couple of bits talks about blessings and curses and that the wise will inherit honor but fools will put to shame. So what we want as we move forward in 2024 is to just submit to the wisdom of the lord submit to what he wants in our lives trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths that is the best new year's resolution you could ever make in your life and um we want to seek god's will and wisdom in all we do and we do that by listening to the Holy Spirit, having discernment, living our lives according to his will and his ways. That can sound a bit too simple. So, I want to talk next, but not for long, don't worry, about what can stop us from doing that. And there's, plen- there, there, there's some things that are very big that can stop us. And they are strongholds. Now a stronghold is, is something like, imagine in a war, a fortress I've talked about this before, but uh, a fortress, and that fortress so, is, is to keep one particular side safe from the other side while they kind of like plan their strategies and, you know get their arms ready and stuff like that. So we can um, so spiritually speaking, there can be strongholds like that in our lives that the enemy is occupying now. Do, um, so, so, sorry, I just need to gather my thoughts here. Could I have the next slide, please? So, um, strongholds, they are in our mind. Now, there can be other types of strongholds which are like kind of interchangeably used with, uh, with um, principalities over areas and stuff like that. But today, we're talking about strongholds in the mind and um, these are constructed not by a demon, but by ourselves. So I've said here, how's a stronghold formed? Does the enemy build it? No, he doesn't. We do. And how is that done? We construct the enemy stronghold in our minds. And how is that done? Next slide, please. Now, that could be a mindset that's contrary to the word of God. So for examples, worry, fear, deceit, bad intentions so um bad thought patterns we often have bad thought patterns don't we you know and that's because we're human and um the um you know sort of like i've done it you know when when you're you're depressed or anxious the doctor refers you to see to see a counselor which is very good and and you do maybe cognitive behavioral therapy which i've done and I advocated very work, very good, I've done it, it works. But sometimes you need more as a Christian, you need more. And I, myself, you know, the CBT did me good, but I had strongholds in my life. So with all the CBT in the world, it wasn't going to, to get me ahead until those strongholds had been broken in my mind. So I couldn't move on until that was done. So um, sometimes these these, uh, these, these things can start. How do they start? You know, how did I end up with that bad thought pattern? How did I end up with that mindset? Well, it can come from past traumas. It can come from a generational sin. That's something we'll talk about at a later date. Or from our own personal sins. We've built this up in our minds and that's then controlling how we live. You know, for myself personally, it was worry. And so I would then allow, without realizing it, worry to direct my life, worry to what I agreed to do, worry about what I bought, worry about um, for myself taking medicines and stuff like that. And that is not good when we've surrendered our lives to the Lord, we've not surrendered that bit. That bit we've kept for ourselves, that bit I'd kept for myself. And so that has then formed a stronghold. Now, the building blocks, is this the, yeah, the building blocks, yeah, we've talked about there the past traumas and all those things there, that has then provided a metaphorical building block. And the mortar that holds all of that together is... Um, what we believe and do that's contrary to the word of God. So like I just said, you know, when we're believing in those worries, we then allow that to direct our actions. Yeah, and that's what's keeping it all together. Could I have the next slide, please? So... Um, What I want to do is there's not enough time in this talk to go into how we break down strongholds, but I do believe, as I've been praying, that there are people here who need to know how to break down these strongholds in their lives. So tomorrow, what, oh no, sorry, not Tuesday, um, I'm going to be hosting a meeting on Zoom. Um, And that's at 7 o'clock, 7.30. And I provided the ID there. There's no password. And I'll put this again on the group tomorrow. If you'd like to come along, and it doesn't matter how long it takes, you can come and go as you please. Don't feel obliged to stay until it ends. That's fine. Yeah, we lead busy lives. However, I urge you, if you are feeling that this could be you, to come along because God wants to set you free. Amen. God wants us to be free. So um, come along to that and we're going to be talking. I'm going to be using a book, which I'll share with you, that I've been learning from. And we're going to do this together. Amen. So this, uh, sorry, can I just have the one before that, please? Because I want to read a scripture that's going to really encourage you. And this is God. This is, you know, this was mentioned in Isaiah. And then Jesus, So when Isaiah is prophesying the coming of the Messiah, what he will do and then Jesus in Luke four eighteen then repeats what was said and then you know says I'm that one you know the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor he has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives amen and recovering of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed Amen. That is Jesus' promise. He's come here to set you free. He died on the cross to set you free amongst other things. He wants you to live a life of freedom. And that can only be done when we surrender our entire lives to him. Put our trust in him. Look to him for wisdom. Ask for his wisdom. And get those strongholds broken down. And I want to end with John 8. Is it 8? 3, 6 it says... So, if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. Amen. So, I really hope that a lot of you will join me on Tuesday. And um, we're going to get free, guys, for 2024. Amen. And thank you for listening.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Let's stand together. Thank you, Lord. couple of things i'd like you guys to think about that's helpful because sometimes it's impossible to remember everything in a meeting remember everything in a talk you know and we do these recordings sometimes and we're going to be uh, doing them more frequently with them online we don't do that because we got Uh, boring lives and we've got nothing else to do. We Do that because it's an opportunity for you to listen to them again in your spare time to just tune in again. And it doesn't matter how many times it's happened to me, how many times when I thought I listened to something again, I thought, oh, I didn't pick up on this when I listened to it. You know, you'd be surprised what you missed. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by The Word of God. Okay? That's number one. And number two, let's make a decision that our 2024 is not going to be like our 2024. Can I get an amen? 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 We're going to be different. Amen? We have to make that decision. We've got to make that. We've got to adhere to that lord will help us with that so father we thank you for this time together time of worship communication connection with you where we've listened to your word i pray that your word will not return to you void this morning but it would accomplish everything it's been sent forth to do i thank you for every heart every mind in this place that seeds has been sown i pray for a harvest a hundredfold in the name of Jesus. I pray faith is built. Encouragement is built. Oh God, that we will not be the same again. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for coming. we we've, we've loved to have you with us this morning. Particularly if you're visiting. Help us have some teas and coffee. Help Helen. Because she does have less to pack away less to put away okay drink some coffee and have something to eat and god bless you and i'll see you in the week for various things amen